Coming up on today's show, Michigan State basketball doesn't have one of the Wooden Award candidates in the Big Ten. It doesn't have a whole lot of size to compete with some of the biggest teams in the conference, but yet it still put itself on the national stage and at the top of the Big Ten. How? We'll ask Matt Sheehan about it right here on Locked On Big Ten. You are Locked On Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Big Ten. Everything you need to know about the conference every day. I'm Nate Dickinson. Coming up on the show, Matt Sheehan of Locked On Spartans is in to talk about this Michigan State basketball team. It stayed atop the conference despite not really having anyone who is at the top of the conference individually or not really having any of the star power to gain kind of the attention of national coverage. But the wins, that will always get the coverage, and the Spartans have them. We'll talk to Matt Sheen about why that is, that Michigan State has been able to stay on top despite having or not having some of those distinctive features that some other featured Big Ten teams have. We'll get to that in just a minute. But first, of course, everything that you may have missed over the last day in the Big Ten. Uh, no games on the schedule yesterday for Big Ten basketball, unfortunately, because there was one postponement, but uh, a bit of a silver lining, honestly. It was uh, Iowa and Ohio State did not play yesterday, but it wasn't because of COVID. Just some good old-fashioned, a whole bunch of snow ended up keeping that one from going down. So, uh, honestly, a postponement, but one that's a little bit more welcome, if you ask me, uh, than what we've seen in the last few years now. On the Big Ten schedule for the weekend, though, every team is in action at some point over the course of the weekend. Starting on Saturday, Illinois is at Indiana, Northwestern at North or Nebraska, Michigan at number four, Purdue, number 13, Michigan State at Rutgers, and Penn State at number 11, Wisconsin. And then on Sunday, Maryland's at number 16, Ohio State, and Minnesota is at Iowa. Those are the games over the weekend of the Big Ten, and as we get into, of course, the last month of the regular season, along with the schedule, we'll give you the situation in the field of 68 with the Big Ten. Joe Lenardi's our guy to make sure that you know everything you need to know about the Big Ten's spot in the NCAA tournament. He's everyone's guy for everything you need to know about the NCAA tournament before it actually starts, and his bracketology is coming out every single day now as people get closer and closer to Selection Sunday. So, in the Big Ten, things really haven't changed all that much, but a couple of quick tweaks since we last talked. Uh, still seven teams in the Big Ten, still all seven of those teams very, very safely in the field of 68. All seven of those teams, according to Lenardi, have at least an 80% chance of making the field, which is what he calls a, a safe team. As of right now, when you combine those safe teams with all the automatic bids, he says there are only 11 spots left for the teams not currently in or secured in the field of 68. So 57 spots, he says, are pretty much locked. There are teams fighting for the remaining 11. Luckily, the Big Ten and the teams that it has in are safe. We mentioned one team has been floating back onto the bubble as of late, though, the Michigan Wolverines. They stayed right there at the very back end of Joe Lenardi's bracket graphic, and it puts them at the number 81 team 
in the country out of what, again, needs to be 68. So they've got a long way to go, the Wolverines, as we talked to with Isaiah Hole yesterday, though. Michigan has plenty of chances to pick up those wins. Uh, listed as a rising team, as Lenardi puts it when he tweets things, things out, was Illinois. They did move into a top four seed since we last talked. The seedings now in the Big Ten are as such. Purdue sits on the one line still. Michigan State is a three seed. Wisconsin and Illinois both listed as five seeds. Ohio State's listed as, or I'm sorry, listed as four seeds. Ohio State's listed as a five seed. Indiana's a seven, and Iowa actually got bumped down to an eight. We mentioned last week, Iowa struggled a little bit. Uh, I'm worried about them falling off here at the end of the season and maybe out of that picture. But again, right now, at least, they're relatively safe. That's a look at what things are looking like in the Big Ten bracket picture for the moment. But one team that does not really have to worry about getting into the tournament for sure for the Big Ten, out of many in that range of the Big Ten here, is Michigan State. The Spartans have been a bit of a head-scratcher for me, at least. The Big Ten teams that dominate have a whole lot of size. They have a whole lot of star power to them, too. And Michigan State doesn't really have either of those. So what have the Spartans been able to do to compete with all the teams that do have those things in the Big Ten? Michigan State's near the top of the standings in the conference. We'll ask Matt Sheehan how they've done it and what Michigan State needs to do to be ready for a tournament run next month. We'll talk to him about that in just a minute. You're listening in to Locked On Big Ten. BetOnline is the place to go for all of your online sports betting needs this year. It's BetOnline.net with a new website that the people love and all sorts of new news, podcasts, of course, ways for you to bet out there on the site too. Of course, the big game's coming up in a couple of weeks. You're going to have to get your money in on that, but baseball season's right around the corner. Basketball and hockey are still in full swing, so if you need to make sure that you're at the best place to make sure you're taking full advantage of all your smart picks, head on over to betonline.net. It's betonline.net, your place to go for all of your online sportsbook needs. Hey, Big Ten fans, this is Nate Dickinson with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get Upside. My listeners are earning cash back on every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code SCORE for 25 cents off per gallon or more on your first fill up cash back don't pay the full price at the pump anymore get cash back using get upside just download the free app and use promo code score for an additional 50 cents per gallon on your first tank some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to three hundred dollars a month in cash back or a year in cash back check that and there's no catch the cash back gets added right to your account you can cash out anytime in your bank account paypal an e-gift card for amazon or other brands too just download the free get upside app and use promo code score to get up to 50 cents off per gallon more or more on your cash or on your cash back on your first tank that's code score at get upside you're listening into Locked On Big Ten, everything you need to know about the conference every day of the week, alongside Matt Sheehan, the host of Locked On Spartans, covering Michigan State sports every day. I'm Nate Dickinson, and we're here to talk about this Spartans basketball team here, Matt, because I've mentioned the Spartans before on this show just as a bit of an anomaly in the Big Ten. They're a team that's stayed nationally relevant despite not having one of the many, many stars in the Big Ten that are still in the running for this Wooden Award or having really that dominant size that some of the best teams in the Big Ten are touting as well. You look at Illinois, you look at a team like Purdue. But despite not yeah. having those things, 
Michigan State's been able to compete with everybody, game in and game out here in this conference. Uh, let's start with just the star power side of things. Without somebody who has really, really taken over as the number one for this team, how has Michigan State been able to find a way to keep the team running efficiently? Yeah, it's finding a different number one guy every night, seemingly. I mean, for the first part of the season, it was Gabe Brown. He was kind of the guy where if they got into trouble late in the game, okay, we're going to go to our senior. Hey, this is great. He's going to take care of us. But now he's kind of on a cold streak, especially from beyond three-point line. So now we've tapped into Malik Hall for the Maryland game. We've tapped into A.J. Hogarth for the Michigan game. I mean, Marcus Bingham here and there has had great games. So we're kind of running this tightrope act. It's, it's not really, it is, but it isn't right. Because we're, we're hoping for someone to step up in a game or if it's like the Illinois game that we just lost when they were missing Kofi Coburn and Curbelo, okay, no one steps up, but more times than not, like we do have like four or five guys that are capable of rising to the occasion and pushing MSU to the finish line any given night. It's just, you can't go over four or over five on hoping those guys, you know, hit. So <laughs> It's, it's been like a total team effort, which is like such a boring cliche to use. But like, that's the fact of the matter so far from us this year. Like, those, they got senior power in Marcus Bingham, Gabe Brown, Malik Hall. Got decent point guard play most nights. That's been the most Jacqueline Hyde thing of MSU season. Like, it's, it's, it's a, okay. I was going to say it's a joke I use in my podcast, but now it's just serious. Like, our point guards either have like awesome games, A-plus games, or they're just terrible. Like I, I, I've yet to see a game where our point guards just have like an average okay game. Like, like so, so that, that is my numbing too. But luckily, we get the better games more than we get the worst games. And then all the way down to our our star freshman uh, Max Christie, who's been delightful so far this season. Does he have his freshman moments? Yeah, of course. You know, he had a bad game against Illinois, bad game against Northwestern, but awesome game on the road at Wisconsin. He lit up Michigan in the first half. So. Yeah, it's it's top to bottom. A, a little bit of everything you want in your college basketball team. Do a lot of things good, not a lot of things great though. So that's it was was that long enough of an answer? Sorry if I rambled there for a second. But. No, you're fine. You're fine. That's why we bring you on. More of the stats to back that up. Less than 13 points per game leads the team. You mentioned Gabe Brown had been the number one guy yeah. before he's on top, but there are four different guys who are averaging close to 10 points per game, if not more. So the spread is obvious across the scoring on Michigan State, and you can see it in the way that they play the game too, just spreading out that ball and making sure everybody gets those touches. But another thing I mentioned, the size isn't there for Michigan State either. You have Bingham, who's yeah. listed at least at 6'11". I'll ask you how tall he actually is, because we never know what that kind of stuff. But right. when you have the big guys in the Big Ten, like Kofi Coburn and Zach Eady, and really so many other players around the country who are going to be able to get inside on a Michigan State team, how do you keep that ball from getting down there? Because we, we've seen plenty of teams go up against these Purdue's and Illinois. And once the ball gets there, it's just too easy. Right on. And first of all, Marcus Bingham, I think is actually a legit six eleven, if not seven feet tall. Like this kid has just been growing ever since he's been what, I think 14 years old. He grows, I swear, two inches every year, but his problem is, is while he's an awesome player, like I, I swear every night he's getting three or four blocks, his, cardio has never really been there so like that's one reason his minutes get limited sometimes the other times it's just because he is doesn't like something that he's doing wants to make a statement okay comes to next to me in the bench but the the issue is that he had such a great start to the season and then he's hit with covid and it's been you know rumored it but also pretty apparent that he's having a hard time finding that strength ever since uh that covid break which i think was late december for him but beyond him okay we got julius marble good player you know he, he's fine probably like six foot nine player 
Also loves to foul, though. So we get him into foul trouble a lot, and then after him is where it gets really dicey because now we're playing like, okay, Joey Hauser, who I've been very hard on him this year. He's been good the last month, but he is at the five sometimes to play defense when he could barely play defense against like a guy playing the four. So I was just trying to keep their head above water whenever he's in the game. Willie Hall will sometimes guard the center position. So it's when Bingham can't go anymore or Marvel's in foul trouble, which happens guys swear every other game that yeah that's where it gets icy in the post and that's the thing it's like we didn't have to play Coburn right and and they still got us pretty good like I fear for that Purdue game or you know Indiana Trace Jackson Davis so yeah like big men just like last season scare me scare me so it's the new year which means it's time to start up on those new year's resolutions and if yours involves getting healthy in 2022 I urge you to head on over to Built.com and check out Built Bar. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It looks like a candy bar. And honestly, when you take a look at the nutrition facts on the back, you're going to be shocked that it isn't a candy bar. This thing has everything that you're going to need out of your protein bars all smashed into one. We're talking about at least 15 grams of proteins with no carbs or sugars in there to worry about, while also dealing with less than 200 calories per bar, but getting 100% dark chocolate in every bar too. When I got Built Bars first, I opened it up and thought I was going to be looking at just a granola bar with a little bit of chocolate on it. This stuff is a candy bar. I don't know how it isn't a candy bar, but it is everything that you want with the taste that you crave too. So head on over to Built.com to find that flavor that's going to get you hooked and get on the road to not only finding an outstanding tasting snack, but also one that's going to keep you healthy too. So if you want to make sure that New Year's resolution gets hit this time around, head on over to Built.com, use our promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off and start up with Built Bar today. When I've seen Michigan State play, and granted, I have not seen a whole lot of the Spartans so far this season. There's a lot of really good teams to watch around the Big Ten right now. So when I've seen the Spartans play, I've been super impressed by the movement of the ball up and down the floor. You can tell that senior leadership that you mentioned, these guys have been playing together for a little while now. But when I'm looking for an elite Big Ten team, I need that guy who can create his own shot and do it when the things aren't flowing the way that they need to when you need to win five games in a yeah. row to win a national championship who is that guy for michigan state that's been like the hottest question uh on the lockdown spartans podcast because like this is a debate that's been bleeding well now almost into february but i think we got our answer against the maryland game and i don't think i'm being prisoner of the moment with Malik calls last second layup but he has been really consistent lately and which is great that's what you want on your senior captain uh he doesn't start he's energy off the bench but more times than not, he's going to be in double figures. And yeah, he knows, he, he knows when the team is bleeding and they need to stop like Maryland uh, in the middle of the second half, they go on an 11 0 run. Malik Hall, like he, he might as well have said, I'm the only one on the court right now. I'm not even going to look at anyone else. Cause like, I, I, this is my time. And I, I know that I need to be the guy to step up right here. So I think he's got the moxie and he's also got, well, you know, not some intangible like moxie. He's actually got a really nice uh, turnaround jump shot that he likes to use within eight feet. So that's going to be our go-to guy. Malik Hall. Early this season, I would have said Gabe Brown, but in his last six games, he's shooting just a, a, a ice cold 25% from three. Uh, so I, I don't know how much that's going to work. But yeah, I, I would say my guy, Malik Hall. 
Uh, this Michigan State team, uh, just to talk a little bit more about what it's done recently, you mentioned that Maryland game. Uh, there were some struggles yeah. a little while back. You had the barely win over Minnesota, lost to Northwestern, of course, but it seems like yeah. things have gotten back on track. Just to kind of sideline and actually talk about what's happening on the court, do, do you feel like this Spartan team's figured out whatever it was that was going wrong a little bit ago? You know what? I'm going to answer yes, which means that no, they haven't. Because every time I think that this team is like fine back on the tracks, you know, okay, full steam ahead. Like they'll, they'll just have a dud of a game, right? Like they, they lose that really bad game at home against Northwestern when the Wildcats, as they've been doing all season, just begging the other team to take the game away from them. But Michigan State refused and they lost that awful game at home. Only to turn around and kind of wallop Wisconsin on the road. Like, okay, we're back. Awesome. This is great only to go to Illinois. Coburn's out. Curbelo's out. Oh my God, we're horrible again. This sucks. We lost. I get it's a road game, but still, you should be able to beat that Illinois team. And then you, you, you clap Michigan at home and then you, you beat Maryland on the road. And it's like, yeah, I think things are back to normal. So um, this, that's a long way of saying uh, bet on Rutgers tomorrow if I'm feeling comfortable about this team because it's just such an up and down season so far. But luckily, luckily, more ups than downs. It overall has been a good season, especially when compared to last year, which took seven, seven years off my life, probably. Yeah, so we're, we're doing okay over here. You're, you're not alone as far as yeah. those kind of roller coaster feelings. Other teams in the Big Ten, of course, definitely have been down that road this season, and pretty much it seems like for a lot of them every single season. That's just how yeah. things go here in this conference. Uh, going forward, here we're in the last month of the regular season. It's time for those teams who are going to try and compete for something at the end to really lock it down. What's the last kind of couple of tweaks or things or like that one missing thing that you feel like Michigan state needs to work on and make sure it's got ready for March. Man, I feel like they're in a really good spot with how deep they go. They go about eight deep right now. And last season was a rare season where like, you know, we're going into February and we're still playing 11 guys. So that's going pretty well. The, the big men, they are what they are. The biggest thing right now is just that point guard position of trying to find any sense of consistency there. But again, we're going into February now. Like at, at some point, you just are what you are, right? Like it, it's going to happen. You're going to have these point guards go up and down, up and down. Okay, can we trust Tyson this game? Can we trust AJ this game? So just any semblance of consistency would be high on my wish list. Like if a genie came down and said, I'm going to give you like one reasonable wish. That's what it would be. Just give me like a point guard that doesn't do anything flashy. Like just give me a stat line of like eight points, five assists per night. Like that, that doesn't seem too much. But one thing I'm worried about as we go late into the season here, and um, this isn't like something that state fans want to hear, but I think it's a legitimate conversation to be had is so far this season, MSU really had a nice start for their Big Ten schedule. That was that was a pretty welcome start. Not necessarily a murderous row. You go into this last month of the season, like, okay, oh my, uh, just the last four games or the last five games I'll, I'll give you right now. You know what? Let's go even further. Six games, Nate. How do you like that? Illinois at Iowa, home against Purdue, at Michigan, at Ohio State, home versus Maryland. Like that, it's kind of a murderer's row, especially when you consider that that at Michigan game and at Ohio State game are going to be within 48 hours of each other too. So nothing like two road games within 48 hours to prepare for at the end. So that is also something that like you've got to have on your radar for Michigan State is that, yes, they're at the top of the Big Ten right now because they, they play good. Listen, good team, fine team, but I think there's been a little bit of scheduling luck so far. But hey, I've been wrong before when I, you know, mentioned things like this. So hopefully this is one of these times. I'd love to be wrong again. Hey, uh, 
it's not like luckily at least that Michigan State is going to have to use that row of games to try and get into the tournament but again you jockey for position (laughs) and of course when you get to the big 10 tournament those seedings matter a whole lot as far as when you start playing and trying to win in indianapolis so again it seems like michigan state again in a good spot right now but will be tested very much so during this last month of the season going into the postseason if you need to stay up to date on anything that happens from now until then or when we talk to matt next here on Locked On Big Ten, you can, of course, listen in at, to Locked On Spartans every day of the week as well. And follow them on Twitter at Sheehan underscore sports. Uh, remind anybody else, anything I'm missing here before we let you go again, Matt? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, Twitter, you could yell at me there. Locked On Spartans, that's where you could hear me ramble some more. Yeah, that, that, that just about covers it. Yeah. We'll be back on here on Locked On Big Ten again soon as well to talk more Michigan State or everything else that's going on in the Big Ten at the time. Until then, alongside Matt Sheehan, I'm Nate Dickinson. We'll be back in just a minute.